Peter Balka here and welcome to today's edition of the Transition Guy. Now in today's episode, we are going to be looking at the whole forming of a team. And we're going to very much be referring to the storming, forming, norming, performing matrix. But before we go into the matrix in any great detail, I want to look at teams from a sporting perspective. Because very often people follow sports so they can understand this really clearly. Now for me, I am a great football fan. For our American friends, you decided to call it soccer, but hey, that's by the side. Now in football, I follow a team called West Ham. So it's a premiership team, currently having its worst season in as far as long as I can remember, in ages. Now in the summer, what did West Ham do? They got rid of a lot of players because we just wasn't cutting the grade and we brought in a lot of new players. And that's what very often businesses do. They bring in a lot of new players at one time. Now with West Ham, they brought all these players into the team and one would think that if you looked on paper, the pundits were saying that we actually had the best team on paper for 30 years. So fans were expecting great things from the beginning of the season. The reality is though, we're now coming towards Christmas and actually we've had one of the worst starts you can possibly imagine in our history. And people are just confused why that is. So much so that we've actually sacked our manager and brought a new manager on board. And the reality is very often people say, okay, well, we brought all these stars on board, but these stars are just gel and produce results straight away. But the reality is... That's, that really happens. In most cases, it takes years to form a team. And it's our absolute impatience with that forming of a team, our lack of understanding, that, make, that sort of forces us in very many circumstances to make really rash decisions. I mean, the fact that we brought a whole new team in, in West Ham, and all of a sudden, not even midway through the season, the manager's been sacked, everyone's now questioning the players, are they good enough? Well really, how long does it take for a team to form? Well, how long is a piece of string? I mean, if we go now and look at the matrix, yes, we're looking at the four different stages. So we've got the storming, forming, norming, and performing. But at each stage, it requires a very different kind of leadership. So let's take the storming phase. That's the really beginning when you bring in a team. And the one thing that I'd like to say is very often people underestimate the impact bringing a new team member on board a team would actually have. Because actually bringing on team members can be highly disruptive to a team because you're bringing in totally different behaviours, different attitudes and a great unknown. So at the beginning of the sort of whole team forming, when we're in the sort of storming phase, this is a quite a turbulent time in that whole relationship. It can be quite fractious in terms of relationships because people don't know each other too well. You've got the egos coming in. You've got the whole lack of trust, the lack of understanding as to what can everyone do, etc. And it can be quite difficult to get through this stage. And really, when you're going through the whole storming phase of the relationship, as a leader, we need to be providing mentoring because we need to be sort of teaching and making sure that our people are doing the right things. We need to be giving them coaching 
correcting the bad behaviours, looking at where they're weak, where they can be stronger. Yes, we do have to give training because we can't expect people just to come on board and hit the ground running all the time. It doesn't often happen. We have to manage them. We have to support them. And yes, from time to time, we're going to have to bash them. I really do not understand, and I don't mean physically bash them, we don't do that kind of stuff. But I mean, do you know what, sometimes you've got to tell people off. A bollocking once in a while is necessary. I don't understand where we've gone these days where everyone's saying, well, you can't do this with your staff, you can't really bollock them, you can't really tell them anything, you've got to do this, you've got to do that. It's pretty much like parenting as well. All of a sudden you can't chastise your kids. The reality is this, you take your people like your Elon Musks, you take your Jeff Bezos's at Amazon, they haven't got to where they have been today. They haven't grown these billion dollar turnover businesses by being amby-pamby and pandering to people. No, do you know what? They give people the brutal facts. And the reality is you've got a choice. You either sort of conform to those brutal facts, take it on board and do stuff, or you leave. It's your choice. But so many leaders I come across, they're scared of this element. They're scared of this holding people accountable and telling them as it is and hurting people's feelings. Well, if you're scared of doing that, don't run a business. Don't build a team because your team will never ever perform. You've got to be honest with your team. You've got to be strong with your team. And you've got to get your team to work as a unit. And then as we sort of come out the storming phase, and again, who knows how long that's going to last. The one thing I would say, the more time you put into your team, probably the quicker you'll accelerate this process. If you expect to put people together and not spend time with them, you're probably going to make that long process a lot longer. Then we get to the forming stage. Now when it comes to the forming stage, people are starting to get used to one another. They're understanding each other's communication styles. They're understanding each other's abilities. They're understanding each other's probably personalities, the boundaries, etc. And they're starting to come together. They're starting to become comfortable with one another. You're still going to get fractious moments. You're still going to get the team where the trust quite isn't where it needs to be, but it isn't quite as intense as it was in the storming phase. And then we start moving from forming to norming. And that's when we really start to calibrate the team. Now when we talk about calibration, what we're talking about is making sure that we are setting the standards. That people understand what is expected. That they know what great performance is, what great behaviour is, etc. And as we start getting to the norming, is then you start to see the team hitting performing. And in football, I would probably say that was Alex Ferguson's greatest eras. He had a couple of eras where he had some really strong teams, where they'd been playing together for a number of years. It took them a few years to gel, but once they had gelled, they had become such a close unit, they had become so unbelievably well connected, especially in the case of Man United, they just could never stop winning. And I remember the whole era when you had Ryan Giggs, David Beckham, Paul Scholes. That team at the very beginning, yeah, they were very inexperienced. By the time that team got into its groove, two or three years in, they were an unstoppable machine. And that's that performing for a business owner, that's unbelievable. Because you've got your team that just clicks and you're getting unbelievable results. Now when you get to the, when you get to the kind of stage where you've got a team fully performing, that's when you start looking at those team members and you reward them as appropriate 
because really you have to award top performers because it's all about retention and you want to keep them on board. The last thing you want to do is have a top performer leave your team. You then have to bring on a new person which totally disrupts the dynamics and we're back to the beginning again because again, new, te- new person, we're back at the storming phase. You want to promote where appropriate. So some people that are really top performers in a team, that's not going to be enough for them. They're going to want more. They're going to want their career progression. So promoting them is absolutely the right thing to do. And you want to showcase. And to me, showcasing is so important because when you're showcasing these top teams to other people in the organisation, you are showing them that this is the way, this is the methodology, this is what we want to look like. So if you as a business owner can relate to this, you understand that you don't know quite where you are in the matrix, that's very often, or you know exactly where you are, but you don't know quite how to get to that next level because you're stuck, head over to Balka.com and get in contact. And remember, failing to learn is learning to fail.